Talks, where we discuss relationships, the HBCU experience, dating, sex, and the pursuit of happy shit. Let's get candid. First of all, welcome back. Hey. We want to say this is our one year anniversary. Can you Woo-hoo! believe it? One year. First of all, that tells us one year we have been in a panorama. Yes. One year of growth. Mm-hmm. One year of upset. One year of natural progression and all those good things that come about. So, as you know, I'm Katie. I'm Nash. And we are just excited just at the fact that we have made it a year. We were consistent, even though we were inconsistent. Consistently inconsistent. That's the thing. Like, you have to give yourself grace. I think the year of 2020, or the Panini Press, has been grace. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I also think it's been um, patience. Yes. Learning true, exact patience. Because, honestly, I feel like a lot of us didn't realize how much patience we lacked. Oh, I do I have. No. with each other just in general yeah. but anywho first of all when we came back i don't know if y'all listened to a previous episode and i don't know how far back it was but we did explain that we had sent out our documents our stuff our spit for the ancestry.com um dna matches yeah. and dna results so we did get them back finally finally y'all i'm so pissed i sent mine in a week and a half before katie did she got her results back first. I think it's because, you know, she liked it's, it's that colorism. They knew. They you know knew what, sister? Back. See, this is, this is the problem. <laughs> but anyway, so we got our matches back from DNA matches. I mean, from the DNA ancestry. And the reason why we really wanted to do this is because um, I had said a word on one of our episodes, and I think one of the episodes last season about Sankofa. And if you know anything about African proverbs or African history, um, they have something called Sankofa, which means return to the source. In order for you to know where you're going, you have to go back and retrieve it. Mm-hmm. So there's a bird that has its head backwards just basically meaning you have to retrieve it so in a sense that you know a lot of us we don't have our ancestry past maybe great grandmom maybe some of us great great grandmom so we decided we wanted to look upon this and in this journey what happened so if y'all do want to go back i believe the episode was season one episode five because it was we did like a black lives matter and a pride conversation but anywho so um, can you want to go first? You want to sure. Sure. So as you guys know, she like bright, almost white, basically. <laughs> and um, I'm a little bit biased with this stuff, but I believe it for the sake of the conversation. So the ethnicity estimates it basically tells me that I'm 20% Nigerian, 20% Cameroonian, Congo, Western Bantu peoples, 15% Scotland, 12% England, and northeast Northwestern Europe. 8% Mali, 8% Ivory Coast and Ghana, 7% Benin and Togo, 3% Ireland, 3% Wales, 2% France, 1% Senegal, and 1% Indigenous Americas, Mexico. I think that's really dope because as as you were going off yours, I don't think I compared them when you sent me your results, mm-hmm. but we have a lot of similarities. And it was funny because when we were going through actually trying to piece together our history based on the hints that Ancestry gives you, and the information that you may already have, we realized that we had a common ancestor from years, 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 generations ago. I want to say it was like eight or nine generations ago. Um, so I don't know if that plays into effect, like how close we are in regards to like our ethnicity, ethnicity estimates. Um, we had a close relative? We did. It was some name, some last name that started with an S. And it was like a very strange last name. We were like, oh my God, I have a living relative that has that same last name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... 
I'm gonna just call it Schwarzenheimer. <laughs> yeah, for the sake of the conversation. <laughs> but yeah, so all right. So my ethnicity estimate was 29% Cameroon, Congo, and West Western Bantu peoples. 24% Nigeria. How at 13% Mali, 13% Benin and Togo, 5% Ireland, 4% Ivory Coast and Ghana. Then we get into you know some of the lower estimates, which is 3% Germanic Europe, 2% European Jewish. Where's my money? <laughs> 2% Senegal. 2% England and Northwestern Europe, 2% Wales, and 1% Vietnam. Y'all, that's why my eyes are so chinky <laughs> because you know 1% Vietnamese or whatever. So did yours have additional communities? It did. So what? down in those additional communities, it talks about basically, I'm assuming where the Africans were. Mm-hmm. So it says early Virginia African Americans mm-hmm. from the regions of Congo, Cameroon, Cameroon and uh, the Western Bantu people. And then um, it also says those same peoples were in Mississippi and Louisiana, which uh, when I was going back through my history and talking to some of my older relatives, like my great aunts, they actually told me that everybody was born and raised in Mississippi. Because I used to think my grandmother was from Jacksonville, Florida, Mm -hmm. and my grandfather was from Jacksonville, Mississippi. I apologize to anyone that I told that to. I lied. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They were both from Mississippi. Okay. Um, So, yeah, that was really interesting. Well, of course, mine says early Virginia, African-American communities um cameroon congo western band too but mine says the carolinas maryland virginia and african-americans i told y'all my family um my mother's side of the family originates from charlotte well monroe which is outside of charlotte north carolina i found out that my father's side of the family um came from washington dc oh so that actually makes sense yeah so it makes sense with the maryland virginia area um in the carolina so that was interesting oh wait hold on pause right so you know how they give you so okay on here they give you matches of potential people potential relatives yeah they they tell you who's like close in proximity and things like that. So my family, I am the only child between my mother and my father. So my siblings have different fathers than I do. Right. So it first gave me my sister. Of course, I knew she would be my, you know, close family because it said she was my first cousin. But then when you click on the button, it tells you the relationship that she could be 100% your half sibling. Um, and then it gave me my nephew and my niece that did it too. Okay. But then it gave me somebody on here who was extremely close in relative proximity as far as like this person could have possibly been a half aunt half uncle half niece half nephew oh, wow. okay. um first cousin grandparent grand you know things like that yeah so y'all just because katie just rattled off a lot right so it doesn't tell you what the relationship is it tells you based on the amount of dna matches that y'all have in regards to chromosomes how close y'all could be and what those relationships could be so it's not saying that she's your grandma, your grandpa, ain't no incest going on. So she was right under my sister, right? Mm, okay. And her, my sister and I don't share the same father as I stated. So when I looked at my sister's list to see if this girl matched, mm. no, she wasn't on this list at all. So I'm like, this must be my father's side. So I hit up the person and was just like, hey, you know, um, not to be sounding crazy or anything like that, but this is my name and X, Y, and Z. I'm from Philadelphia, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I hit her up and she hit me back or whatever and was like, yeah, tell me your mother and your mother mother's maiden name and what's your father's name and i'll reach out to my family to see if they know you you know know you i said well i'm sure they wouldn't know me because this ain't from my mama's side she ain't never respond back and i was like yeah that i i I don't like that because why you try and be all up in the biz i'm telling you like i'm reaching out to you to get to know you and then if i deem fit then i'll get to know other people's well you know what at this point my father had a lot of secrets Mm. so i'm just a secret baby yeah so at the end of the day i ain't worried about it she you know they could be my half-sibling 
feeling could be half eye. Who the fuck knows? She wanted to be secretive. Girl, bye. Yeah, so on mine, it brought up my father's sister mm-hmm. um, and then her daughter. And that was like a 16% match. And I don't know if that's because most of my other uh, family members have not done this type of test. Like, mm-hmm. I only had one. My cousin Jada did the test, um, which is what prompted me to do it. Because mm-hmm. she was like, how close are we? Um, but yeah, so it just popped up with my aunt and then her daughter and then some of my cousins. But beyond that, there's a bunch of people on here that I do not know and don't think I will be reaching out to just because I'm just not really interested because we have like a 4% DNA match. Like I didn't find no mysterious siblings, but I knew how many kids my sperm don't had. He had nine. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and none of them have taken the test. So, and I'm only close with one of them. So it's just like, eh, I just wanted to know like my DNA background. Now, some of these names I do know because my, um, my mom's family, my mom's side of the family there, we always have family reunions and okay. stuff like that. So a lot of these names are familiar to me and a lot of the faces that I slide down are familiar to to me then it becomes some of the people i'm like i looked again to see my sister's side to see if we shared any of these people because you can compare um who you share with so there's definitely got to be my father's side and unfortunately some of these people you're able to see like their family trees if they do have trees linked together and some of them you can't so hopefully that business <laughs> hits me back or something but if not it's she cool don't want to show me bother. she know you that secret child sister i don't want your money okay relax she don't know that. Well, you're right. She don't know that. But I think, um, just to give you a little background how the test works. So we got it on a deal for, what, $60? Well, I paid regular price and then I gave you the promo code. But yeah. Oh, okay, well, thank you. <laughs> so um, we got it on a deal or whatever. And basically what they do is they tell you you have to register the kit first. And the reason for the registration is for them, when they give you the test back, your results, everything goes directly to that specific kit. Um, from there, I, again, both of us were still apprehensive. We had gotten a test in January, early yeah. January. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us decided that we wanted to do the test. We were just like, nah, we were a little skeptical. And we ended up finally doing it. She did it first, but it was like you had to spit and you can't have any water. You can't have anything in your mouth for like four hours prior to you doing this exactly spitting in this thing was disgusting and um then send it off and hope for the best but but it was like so they give you like this pre prepaid packaging which Mm -hmm. as much as it costs they better exactly Um, they give you this prepaid packaging you just drop it off to the post office and then you get notifications via email and text message and then in your ancestry account letting you know what the status is but i'm assuming because of covid they had delays Mm -hmm. which was really frustrating because like i said katie got hers way before i did even though i sent mine in before she did yeah so that was really frustrating um i don't know if it's just because she had more dna matches Mm -hmm. i don't know why i wish we had a geneticist on that could have kind of like walked us through it yeah but um yeah it was just it was a really interesting process because you had to spit in this thing like she said in this vial and then mix this liquid with this blue solution solution yeah thank you and then you had to shake it up and I was just like, oh my God, I think spit's going to get everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then it didn't help that, you know, when your mouth dry, your breath stinks. So I was like, yeah. when you're thirsty. But yeah, it was, so it was just really interesting. But okay, question for you. After you got your results back, did you feel any kind of revelation or anything like that? I really did because, you know, my name is Nigerian. Mm-hmm. People always ask me, oh my God, are you Nigerian? And so it was like, now I do know that, yes, I was aptly named because I am 24% Nigerian. Um, and it also made me want to have like this more, this deeper connection 
because I was like, well, dang, am I Igbo? Am I Yoruba? Like, what is what is that? I mean, I know I'm not that, but like yeah. the people that are in my my history, what were they? You know what I mean? Or did that even exist when 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 they existed? Yeah. Um. So it definitely made me more curious, and I wanted to know like how I could figure out who those enslaved Africans or freed mm-hmm. African um were. But I have no idea how to do that. Like, I know that there's like Spanish documents that I could probably read and translate, but I don't know if I got the effort and the energy because it may take me my whole life Not to figure out one person yeah so. so like you know of course our history was lost through the transatlantic slave trade and that was intentionally done um when we were brought here on slave ships and pitched overboard um that was intentionally done for us not to have any kind of history like as we said in a previous episode you know white people could say oh i'm norwegian or i'm this we like i'm black i'm black especially black people in america um i won't speak for the Car- caribbeans or whatever because of, they have a different history that they're a little bit more connected to but black people in america specifically our history is like oh were you born from down south yeah no for real like um so in, a, in the same episode from before i was talking about how i was talking to this guy that was from canada mm-hmm. and he's from toronto he was jamaican he was like so where are you from i'm like the u.s mm-hmm. he's like okay where are your parents from the u.s mm-hmm. he's like okay where are your grandparents from the u.s mm-hmm. sir like eight generations back i'm still from the u.s exactly like, there's, there's nowhere else that i'm from he's like okay well where were those people from Sir, I don't freaking know. But they have more of a connection to their, you know, Western Africa and stuff like that. But we they do. But that's so rude. Like, if I'm telling you, like, hey, this is this is what I know. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm from. Like, my connection is to the U.S. He was like, well, no black people are from America. Well, eh, you got to cut the deck with mm-hmm. that one because we don't know what indigenous peoples and what their complexions were here before the the, the Spaniards mm-hmm. and the uh, Italians and the Brits came over here, you know. So I I, I don't know. I just feel like it's very um it's it's very crass. Yeah. To... <laughs> That's a good word. <laughs> it's very crass to be like, oh well, you're from somewhere else. Where are you from? And I'm telling you, like, bruh, I go back eight generations. I'm still from the fucking U.S. Like when I was doing the lineage and piecing the puzzle, finding the pieces of the puzzle, mm-hmm. I found the person, the woman, her name is Elle, that originated blackness in my lineage. Because I can go back for the white folk. Mm-hmm. The white folk, I can go all the way back to 1400s. They came over on the Mayflower, honey. But <laughs> the blackness, I have no idea where it started. I have no idea where those people came from. So I don't know if the man had an illegitimate child or if the woman had an illegitimate mm-hmm. child. And because when they wrote, when they did the census, that first census in the 1800s, I want to say it was like 1835 is when she was born. Um, they put her down as white. Okay. And then I kept going back through her history and looking at her documents. And then, because they did the census annually at a, at a certain when the census first came out. And yeah. to check if they could read, write, what their race was mm-hmm. and uh, something else. I don't know. Or what their job was as well. Mm-hmm. Right? So, when they did that, for five years, they marked her down as white. Mm-hmm. Then, five years after they stopped doing it annually... They marked her down as mulatto. And then after that, they marked her down as black. Oh. And so that's how I was able to determine. So this is the black person that started it. And then she married a black man. Yeah. And had black children. Um, And then so that kind of like dwindled down the amount of whiteness in, in my lineage. And then the same thing on my grandfather's side because I only have my maternal side I yeah. can't do anything on my father's side at all which is frustrating mm-hmm. that's interesting like in my sense in my case I could go back to eight, late 1800s but 
when I went back, there was nobody in my lineage that was white. Like there was not a not a near not a person. Um, when I looked at the census records, there was nobody that was white. Um, except mulatto. But then it was like, well, where did the whiteness come from? Right. There was nobody that we can vouch for that was a white man or white woman. Mm -hmm. Even when I was going back. And when I tell you when we started this, it takes you in a wormhole because you're so interested to know like who your family is and what the history is. And luckily, my mom is still here, so she can tell me and share some light on certain things. But of course, most of my family is dead and going. Like you know that that history is going. So you have to kind of like dig for it for yourself. Not a near not a person was white. And I even looked on my dad's side. But on my dad's side, um, you know they they. I was only able to go but so far and then I, at, the, at one point I was just like I don't even care anymore um, because me and my father didn't have a good relationship so yeah that was interesting though but kind of shed light on like where you come from mm-hmm. like you know you don't know who you are until you know where you came from yeah. basically and when I looked at that I'm like wow like you know I'm looking at names and stuff like that and jobs and edge level of education I, I want to say de-alienation of black people when they put them down in the census because a lot of the census records were wrong names were spelled wrong and things like that Okay, let's talk about the multiple variations of last names Mm -hmm. and first names. And apparently, sorry to cut you off, but apparently when they did that, it was because if they were, quote unquote, if it was a black person who came in, supposedly most black people didn't know how to spell the name. Mm -hmm. They just knew, let's say your name was um, John Jackson. You just knew it was John. You could have spelled John like J-A-H-N and didn't know. And whatever the person who was writing down the census, who was the bookkeeper, wrote it down, whatever they felt like, oh, this is who, this is what the name is, whatever. And it spelled it wrong. So that's why a lot of there was variations with last names and stuff like that and my last name I found out is an Irish last name right mm-hmm. and I just read y'all my um DNA. DNA and I only had 3% of Ireland so I want to tell my <laughs> sisters and all them I am not Irish I don't know where this white man name came from before the Mayflower but anyway <laughs> yeah like no I don't know it was, it's crazy but so speaking of last names right so I had like so much pride in my last name like although I knew it was a generic last name just like brown eyes or the generic mm-hmm. I had so much pride in it and when I started doing when I went down the rabbit hole and I reached out to my sperm donor to figure out like hey can you give me any information about like aunts uncles cousins grandparents whoever mm-hmm. he was so he told me his dad's last name his dad's last name was David his mom's <laughs> last name was Jones where the hell his where the hell did my last name come from mm-hmm. like where did my dad's last name come from which is the same last name that I have yeah so then that completely disassociated me from my last name I don't know if it should have or not because at that point like I'm a new person I'm my own individual and I can make my last name what I want but now I'm just like well if I get married do do I want to even hyphenate this last name? Like, do I just want to have a new last name? Will me and my spouse create our own last name together? Because your name is a creation. Yeah. Like, it, it has no no family lineage. Yeah. Um, Like, even with family reunions, like, I never went to my dad's side of the family's reunions because I was not a Jones. Mm-hmm. I was not a Taylor. So, I didn't. I mean, yeah, they my cousins, but I don't have no connection. So, I don't know. It's just, it it was good and bad because, like I said, I got to learn all these things. Like, this one white man, he owned four slaves. Mm. And it was documented and it was on paper. And I, I, I learned that. And he lived in Virginia. And, you know, I just was able to continue to go back. And I, I learned a lot. But also, I feel like I still am low-key empty. Yeah. Because, yeah, I learned about the white people. Yeah. Like, one of my ancestors is an author. And he had, like, he was, like, really prestigious in um in massachusetts when they came over on the mayflower and that's great but that has nothing to do with me like i don't have any connection to that but all of his all of his information is written down and yeah and you know there was even a story about him cheating on his wife wow 
But I have no idea where these black people came from. And I, at the end of the day, regardless of whatever these other delineations are in my DNA, I am black. Yeah. Like, majoritally black. And I want to know about that blackness. Definitely. Um, Even with my father, like, okay, I told you my last name is an Irish last name. Right. I absolutely hate my last name. Mm -hmm. I was tortured as a child with this stupid last name. Um, So, definitely, when I get married, that's the first thing we're going to go do. Name change, please. But anywho. um, Yeah, when I started looking at this, I started realizing that my mother... My grandmother, whom I did meet once upon a time back in 1995, um, when she was staying in Philadelphia, her last name was Bingham. Okay. And then I look back, I'm like, okay, well then who was her, you know, her people, X, Y, and Z. And it became some Williams and then Swan and stuff like that. So I'm like, it's so crazy how last names change the dynamics of where the family goes, you know? Yeah, because my mother's last name is an animal. And most of our family's last names are animal names, like uh, bird last names. Oh, okay, wow. And um, yeah, I remember they used to say that my great-grandmother, I think is fourth great-grandmother, she was, um, not, I don't want to say Cherokee, she was was crow she was crow from the indian um tribe of crow or the native tribe indigenous tribe of crow but who the hell knows that you know like is somebody just making that up just to say that oh yeah we're all indian we don't know that yeah we don't and i was telling nigeria the other day i said i don't know i don't really trust this because there was people here in america prior to the native i mean african people coming here or for being forced here as well as before the spaniards the dutch the english all those kind of people right so how can you say that the dna is just eastern you know like Europe and all that kind of stuff in Africa but we don't have anything for America. We don't know if the the indigenous people that work that are here mm-hmm. want their DNA captured. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they could just be like nah fuck this shit you're not about to fucking take my DNA because that's how my mama is. My mama's like nah y'all not about to get my stuff. That's like my and mom. And so I just think that that's something that we have to keep in mind because they're just like our history was stolen from us mm-hmm. theirs although it's still technically there they're not allowed to think about it talk about it. I think they were only recently allowed within the last like 30 years just relearning their culture and their history which is if you follow like a lot of the indigenous people on on not snapchat lord have mercy on tiktok mm-hmm. like you'll see like a lot of things coming out um about like indigenous cultures which is really dope um so i don't know if it's that if that's a component of it Probably. or if they just don't want to acknowledge these people because you know we know ancestry is a white owned company yeah so i don't know what the issue is yeah true um but overall i think it was just an experience it's one of those things that's like okay kind of connects you to something like right. you understand somewhat of where you come from whether it's africa whether it's europe whether it's you know west Western Vietnam. world, if it's Vietnam, <laughs> if she's a Jew, all that I am kind a of European stuff. Jew. Does that mean? No, I ain't gonna say that. But no, that's anti-Semitic. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, apparently, I'm I'm one person Spanish. So. Ew, no, we always looking like a Boricua. Boricua, Morena, Dominicana, a bit of a blah. But anyway, I don't speak no Spanish, okay? But, okay, overall, um, just to close this out, in a sense, we do hope that you, you, if you do decide to look into Ancestry.com, definitely look into it. Try to see if you can get a Groupon for it, because it was a little expensive. It was expensive. Um, oh, actually, y'all, they're not going to do it after July 1st. They are no longer going to offer the service. I don't know why, but they have a disclaimer on their website that as of July 1st, 2021, they would no longer be offering the service. Uh Uh-uh. What they doing with my DNA? I don't know. I I honestly have no idea. Um, Because they didn't put that up there until April. Don't him re-analyx me. (laughs) I kept checking. Um, But also, you know, there's 23andMe. Mm -hmm. There's the uh, African Ancestry 
or whatever. But they they all do the same thing. So Pretty much. Is, is more interesting because it tells you like the chromosomal like impacts of your DNA. Mm. Like I don't know if anyone knew that um, if you like cilantro or not mm-hmm. is a uh, there's a gene for that. Okay. So um, for some people, cilantro tastes like soap. soap. Yeah, I read that. <laughs> um, but I mean, I love the taste of cilantro. There's also a gene for like to determine your bitterness. Of, yeah. Uh, like how much bitter flavor you can handle without it becoming too annoying. So, I mean, it's just really interesting how these four amino acids um, come together and make us individuals. And we're 99.999% the same, but it's that 0.0001 that makes us different. And it's just so interesting to me. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. But yeah, so look it up if y'all can and, you know... Try to do it before July 1st. Yeah, if you can, if you're doing it with Ancestry. So we're going to close this out. We're going to say again, happy anniversary to Candid Talks. Yes, happy anniversary. And thank y'all for tuning in. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Holla at y'all, Guala. Hootie hoo.